Happy Wednesday, Mama. You have made it. It is hump day and we are here today with a word of encouragement. I know that this whole discipleship journey can get a little bit frustrating at times because you're doing the work. You're doing your best to point your kids to Jesus. And there's just not a heck of a lot of fruit that's coming from it. But I want to encourage you in this today, Mama, that we can take a bit of scripture. In fact, we can take a whole bunch of scripture. But today we're going to take a portion of scripture from James and we're going to unpack it on what we need to be doing in this wait. So if you're ready to get your cup filled, and I'm talking filled to overflowing, Mama, all you got to do is keep listening. Hey Mama, welcome to Mama's Mission. Do you want to point your kids to Jesus and help them develop an authentic faith of their own? But you're not too sure on how to do that and how to do it consistently. Hey, I'm Deb. I can so relate to feeling overwhelmed with the concept of discipling my littles. I felt like I wasn't equipped for the task and when I tried to show my kids Jesus, I would start with passion and fizzle quickly. I was puzzled as to how I could do this naturally, easily and regularly until I found rhythms and habits. In this podcast, you'll discover how to point your kids to Jesus using simple habits, rhythms and routines. Consistency will become your middle name and you will learn that this discipleship thing isn't as tricky as you thought. Mama, let me help you to live out your greatest mission, which is to show your kids Jesus. So grab a coffee, or maybe two, kick back and get ready to launch into your mission. The worry you feel about helping your kids know Jesus is real. I know that you want to teach them, but you wonder how you should do this and when do you find the time in your busy days? I want you to understand that you're not alone and that you desire a change, but you don't know where to begin. Mama, we've been commissioned to disciple our kids, and I'm here to tell you that it can be done in small bites of time and in simple ways. If this is speaking to you and you're like, I am done with excuses and ready to take action with helping my kids connect with Jesus, I want you to say yes. Today's the day. I want you to go right now to calendly.com forward slash Deb Smith. And I want you to book a coaching call with me because we're going to do this together. I'm going to help you create an easy routine to help you get intentional about pointing your kids to Jesus. Let's go. Hey, Mama. Before we get into the whole nitty gritty of the episode, and I'm telling you, it's a good one. I just want to share a little bit about changes that are going to take place with Mama's Mission this year. Last year, towards the end of last year, I was doing two episodes a week and it was fine. I was enjoying it. It was going well. And I started this year with the same focus, two episodes a week. But I've decided after spending some time with the Lord, he was like, "Mm, yeah, nah, let's not do that. So we're just going to have the one episode again every week. It'll be hitting your ears Wednesday like normal, where you're still going to be exposed to a whole lot of great content about pointing your kids to Jesus and encouragement on the journey. My heart is to do this with God. And this whole year, he's given me the word be led. And I need to be led. It's something that I've been struggling with for so long in my walk with the Lord about him leading me. And he's leading me in this podcast and I'm just going to let him have his way. So we're going to do one episode a week and in it, It's going to have a whole lot more scripture. My episodes, I really want to be soaked in scripture. 
So it means that I'm going to have to spend a little bit more time prepping for them, spending time in my word more, which ain't a bad thing at all, and getting still before the Lord, which ain't a bad thing as well. So it's a journey, it's a process, and I hope that you really enjoy the content that is going to hit your ears. (laughs) That sounds so aggressive. That is going to come your way this year. But that's what I'm sharing with you one episode a week. Other than that, no real changes. So the episode today, Mama, is written down. I went old school. I went old school on this and I wrote it down on a piece of paper. And bear with me, okay? I'm actually going to use the tangible Bible, the hard copy Bible. So when you hear pages flicking, that's what I'm doing. My handwriting is not the best at any time of day, basically. And I struggle to read it at times. And to make matters even worse, I have a cyst on my eye, which is causing some slight vision blurriness. So you know what? Please give me a whole bucket load of grace in this episode because at times there may be some awkward pauses because I'm flicking around and yeah, getting mixed up. So anyway, let's get into it. Discipleship isn't, unfortunately, a one and done thing. It would be so easy if it was, Mama, but it ain't. It's a journey, it's a process, and one that can be, frankly, really hard at times. It's so much easier to let others do the heavy lifting, like church, like school, like other holier people than us. (laughs) But God's called you, Mama, to disciple your littles. Research shows that the one person who has the most influence in your child's life is not their teacher, is not their pastor, it's their parents. That's you, mama. You have the most influence in your child's life. No pressure, eh? No pressure at all. So with that in mind, we're going to go into James 5 and we're looking at the verses 7 to 11. And this actually is referring to the wait. And it's about waiting for the Lord, but we're going to relate it to motherhood. So verses 7 to 8, I'm going to read it out of the Bible itself. So 7 is saying, Therefore, brothers and sisters, be patient until the Lord's coming. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth and is patient with it until it receives the early and the late rains. You must also be patient. Strengthen your hearts because the Lord's coming is near. So with those verses, Mama, we just unpacked verses 7 to 8. We're going to pull it apart, chew on it, you know, really unpack it and see what it's all about. So brothers and sisters, okay, that's pretty much pretty clear, self-explanatory, it's referring to us, and that's you, Mama. Be patient until the Lord's coming. Oh, patient, I hate that word. It's one that I try not to pray for because you better believe it. Those situations are going to come into your life where you are going to have to exercise patience. What does it mean to be patient, though, until the Lord's coming? Does it mean that we get to sit back, relax, really do nothing? Or does it mean that we've got to actually do something in the wait? I think relating to teaching our kids about Jesus, we do things in the waiting. We're reading God's word with our kids. We're reading it for ourselves. We're worshiping, we're praying, all those good things. I recently heard an example on my friend Krista's podcast outside of Sundays. I'll link it in the description. But she had this example that if you know a package is arriving at your house between 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., 
Does that mean that you position your chair by the front door and sit there and wait for the package to arrive all day? No, it doesn't. You know the package is going to arrive sometime in that time frame, but you don't just sit there and wait for it. You're doing things in the process. You're doing things in the wait. So you're doing dishes. You're being a mum to your kids. You're cleaning up around them. You're discipling them, whatever you're doing, but you're doing things in the weight. And I think this is what we need to be having in our mindset, that in the weight, we're also doing things as well. I use this online commentary called Enduring Word. And in it, it was really awesome because it helped me unpack the scripture. Heck, it helps me unpack a whole lot of scripture. But in it, I wrote in the margin of my Bible, a farmer doesn't give up on his crop. When the harvest doesn't come immediately, he keeps on working even when the crop can't be seen by all. There is working in the wait. And I thought that was so cool, actually, referring to us as mamas. We don't give up on our kids. I know sometimes it's so tempting to want to give up and think, oh, I'm just going to just forget it. This is way too hard. But we don't give up. As the farmer keeps on working, so do we. We're still doing that that work, you know, we're still reading with our kids, we're still pointing them to Jesus, even when the world and everything around us says, what's the point? We're still doing that because it is so important in this life. If your kids are pushing back, I don't want to read the Bible, I don't want to do that. What you can do, Mama, in this season is pray for them. Prayer is work, and I think that that's probably one of the most important things you can do if your kids are on board or not. In the wait, be encouraged by others and their harvest. Be mindful of who you follow on social media in particular. Recently, I felt called to go back on Instagram after a very, very long break. I didn't want to be sucked in again to buying things that I really didn't need. I mean, let's be real, Mama. Put your hands up. How many things have you purchased because you've been influenced by someone on Instagram? I know I've purchased far too many things. And I really didn't want to get sucked into feeling really bad about what I didn't have in life because that's what Instagram can do for me. So I got intentional about who I'm following. I found that changed my feed completely and it encouraged me to see the harvest or it encouraged me in the journey of pointing my kids to Jesus because other mamas are out there that were giving some awesome tips in their journey and that was such a a great way to be exposed to that. Verse 8 says to strengthen your hearts. That's you mama. How do we do that? We get in our word. Even if you haven't picked up your Bible and goodness knows how long, start with one verse. It could be a Proverbs a day. It could be a verse a day. Whatever you want to do, just a verse is better than nothing. Get in your word, mama. It is so important. And if you already are in your word and maybe you were like me and you had that quiet time in the morning, get in the word around your kids. Have your Bible open on the dining room table or wherever it may be and let your kids see you actually soaking up scripture during the day. That's really powerful. It could be surrounding yourselves with like-minded people. It could be praying. It could be listening to podcasts or sermons that build your faith and inspire you. Get in church, mama. Worship a bit more. Get still. 
All of these things help to strengthen your heart. That verse ends with saying that the Lord's coming is near. When I read that, there's almost like an urgency there. If his coming is near, Mama, I don't know about you, but I want to be ready to meet him. I want to have done my best in pointing my kids to Jesus. Does that mean I was perfect about it? No, because I am flawed and I am not perfect by any means. But it meant that I really got intentional about it. It meant that I knew this was important because we've been commissioned to disciple our kids. It means that my schedule or my day-to-day reflected this. It meant that in some ways I was intentionally pointing my kids to Jesus using pockets of time. If you need help with that, Mama, I would be, as a side note there, really happy to help you. So I'll put the link in the description for you to catch up with me. I really want my kids to be ready for him. I don't want Jesus to come and then be like, who are you, bro? I don't know who you are. (laughs) I really want my kids to know who Jesus is. And that part of that is my role as mama. So if we skip ahead to the verses 10 to 11, verses 11 says, let me just get my Bible out again. See, we count as blessed those who have endured. You have heard of Job's endurance and have seen the outcome that the Lord brought about. The Lord is compassionate and merciful. See, we count as blessed those who have endured. I don't want my parenting journey to feel like I've endured it. That's really honest there. But if I am being completely honest, sometimes it feels like it is something to be endured because it is really hard. And I don't want it to feel like that all the time. But sometimes there are hard parts. That's just a fact of life. But I love what it said at the end of the verse that reminds me about the outcome of Job's endurance. If we actually go back in the Bible to Job, I've got it marked here, and I'm going to read Job 42 verses 10 to 17. And it says, after Job had prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes and doubled his previous possessions. All his brothers, sisters and former acquaintances came to him and dined with him in his house. They sympathized with him and comforted him concerning all the adversity the Lord had brought on him. Each one gave him a piece of silver and a gold earring. So the Lord blessed the last part of Job's life more than the first. He owned 14,000 sheep and goats, 6,000 camels, 1,000 yoke of oxen and 1,000 female donkeys. He also had seven sons and three daughters. He named his first daughter Jemima, his second Kezia, and his third Karen Habach. No woman as beautiful as Job's daughters could be found in all the land, and their father granted them an inheritance with their brothers. Job lived 140 years after this and saw his children and their children to the fourth generation. Then Job died old and full of days. Dang! I know he went through some hardship and I don't actually think that I could have done half as well as he did during those hardships. But look at the fruit that came from his endurance. God restored his fortunes, doubled his previous possessions, blessed him with a massive family and heaps of livestock. Basically, he was blessed beyond belief through this endurance. And Mama... I'm not saying that we're going to have a whole pot of riches at the end of this, but there will be 
massive blessings from this walk, from this endurance, from this hard time. I know that it can seem like this is never ending, but it will, Mama, and you will see fruit. You will see fruit from pointing your kids intentionally to Jesus. I pray that this has blessed you. I pray that you will be inspired to, I don't know, pick up a Bible with your kids to point them more intentionally to Jesus. I pray that this inspires you to get into your word a little bit more. Take a wee squizzit James and unpack that. There's only, I think there are only five chapters in the book, but it's a really good one. I've unpacked it with the Enduring Word commentary and it was really, really good. Don't do it all at once because it's a little bit intense, but bit by bit I did it and yeah, my Bible's full of highlighting and full of notes in the margin, which is really what we're wanting because I really want to get the scripture and just soak it up and ooze it out if that makes sense. Sounds terrible, but you know what I mean. So I pray this blesses you, Mama, and I will see you next week. Well, not see you. You will hear me next week in the next episode for Mama's Mission. Thanks for listening to Mama's Mission. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review. Thanks, guys. Hey, Mama. I can pretty much say ditto to what my little girl just said. It lights me up when you're encouraged to disciple your kids from the content here at Mama's Mission. So either leave a review on the podcast or hit me up on Instagram at a dash of Deb. Or better yet, join the family by subscribing to our newsletter. The link is in the description. Be blessed, Mama.